Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name is Billy Newman, and I'm here today with Marina Hansen. How are you doing, Marina? Hey, Billy. I'm doing good. Thanks. Thanks a lot for doing another podcast with me. Uh, trying to do a few more of these. Doing a couple uh, at least this month, which is great. It's more than we have done. And this is episode 50. Oh, wow. Of just this podcast. Yeah. Which is really cool. Congratulations. We've been podcasting so much. I think, uh, yeah, I think I have like some of those early episodes. I think I didn't post the first 10, uh, or at least I didn't post them in real time. And then I ended up posting them later. I think we started it though about a year ago is when it would be when I first uh, started like putting them up on the site, having everything run live, that sort of a thing. So that's, that's kind of cool. cool. Been podcasting for a little while and we're much better now than we were early on. I'm much better so. at trying to carry through some stuff. And then having all the equipment set up is a lot better, too. Having uh, the two-channel thing so we can have you and I kind of converse instead of just me talking to a black hole seems to work a little better. I like it. I think it works really well. I like it, too. I want to I try and do more solo stuff, too. Like like little, this is what I'm working on for a photo, Facebook live streams, you know? Yeah, Where you I should just kind of like talk by myself and like work on how to do it. I wonder if... I, I could probably get behind that, or you know, I could probably do that okay if I had some little, some little agenda or some little plan for it to be. I could probably do okay with it. I don't know. I did a couple uh, like solo podcasts. I did one I think back in May. That sort of you know, like trying to talk for a long time by yourself. It's interesting though when you're getting used to it. But yeah, we're at episode fifty now, which is pretty cool. I think we should try and change some stuff around though pretty soon. I don't yeah. know what we'll really make it the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. Maybe it'll be, maybe this one will be the one that ends up of me doing it more solo and we build out sure. what we talked about earlier, like uh, another some summer. other, some other thing that's a different property that would be where we kind of do what we're doing now, but with a more structured format, it'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think it'd be cool. I, w- I really want to do something about uh, like outdoor adventure tourism, photography, and like talking to other people or uh, just kind of getting more into that, that type of a, a podcast. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I think that'd be really neat. I yeah. think that'd be a fun direction to go with it. Yeah, I think uh, kind of retargeting to to focus on an audience would be cool. Focus on an audience rather than ourselves. We'll probably keep like the Billy Newman photo one around like we've talked about to to do that, to talk about like what we're up to. And then with the other one, we'll do something similar to that, but kind of retarget it toward uh, a certain topic of, of how we get photos or, you know, that, that the photographs are like part of the media around uh, around things that we do. Yeah, I think that'll be cool. Yeah. So uh, for, for this podcast, I think we we're talking about a few of the photo things that we had going on. I uh, We had those metal prints that we talked about, those 36 by 24 inch metal prints. Uh, it's like two foot by three foot. It was really cool getting them printed up and I'm pretty anxious to like get a few more printed up. Do you have any Me other too. images in mind? Uh, the short answer is no. Yeah. I want to look through my images more, but mostly I want to be making new things. I feel like that's that a big too. part of what I want to do. Yeah, I feel like uh, like new stuff is definitely going to be a necessary part of it to, to really uh, try and push forward more. That's yeah. what I think a lot too. Is It's that point in the creative cycle where I'm getting a little bit tired of some of the things that I've had for a long time. That's what I was going to say actually is I feel like the things that have been in my portfolio and would be in my portfolio are still are things that I've just had for a long time now and everyone's already seen it or anyone that I would show new stuff to at this point. Sure. has seen a lot of that yeah and i have a lot of good photos that i like that will continue to be in my portfolio but i feel like it's really time to get new stuff 
Yeah, we should probably push a lot uh, on that. I think we've uh, we've done a bit of that so far, but we've been getting into some other things too, which are, makes it a little bit different. Uh, like with that wedding that we just shot, that was great. We did like a ton of photos and I'm really proud of a lot of the images that we got from there. Me too. And we'll use that into a portfolio for that subject, which will be great and something that we really need to expand. And I'm proud of that. Right. But that's like separate almost. And you know, Definitely. this dilemma that I'm talking about, it's separate almost from what a what the portfolio that I really invest in is going to be, or, you know, like the outdoor stuff, the the landscape, the sellable or the printable show it in a gallery kind of stuff. All these things are like kind of private for clients. Right. Yeah. It's a different sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it, it will be a different type of thing, but I want to try and push to re up our, our portfolios a lot. Like we, we had gone through earlier this year and we had uh, used Artifact Uprising to print out those 25 square prints for free for each of us. Yeah, that was really cool. I yeah. was going to do that. I liked getting to do that too. It was fun going through and picking out a handful of things. I think there's, there's a lot of the photographs I would select again, a few of them that I might switch out now that I've been thinking about it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I do want to uh, kind of be attentive to that and I want to try and get, uh, get our portfolio printed up. I think these images are really cool. I like it a lot. And I, I want to try and go through more and just get some new things printed, new things made, though, too. Yeah, me too, definitely. Um, but I think it's important, though, to go back through the 20 that we do have already that do exist. I think it's important to get those printed up as well. Yeah, I um, need to go through and find what that is for mine. The 20 mm-hmm. photos that I got printed from Artifact Uprising were not my portfolio photos. Oh, that was sure, more yeah. sets of photos that looked good together and that worked as squares. Right, okay. But, yeah. The, well, so what I've been talking about or what I've been meaning is uh, like on the, the Facebook page and my Twitter account sure. and on Instagram, I've been trying to go through and I've sampled or taken a lot from from that set of artifact uprising prints. I was trying to print a lot of my portfolio. I remember you saying uh, you were working on, on different sets of photos, but I think a lot of those images would be great in a portfolio, too. Um, but I've been trying to go through and find those best images from the things that we've done in the past and try and get those uh, published out onto Facebook. And now I'm thinking, which of these are really going to land in my top 20 or, or whatever yeah. whatever collection it would be for my portfolio. And I feel like on my website, like on billynewmanphoto.com, I have that, that photos page, or the pages of photographs with that big grid of images. And I really like that, but I feel like it's time to, to sort of reprocess that to kind of sure. demonstrate what it is like this year. There's a, there's a whole year's worth of images. A lot of the stuff that's up on the board right now or that has been over the last few months, all the film stuff that we've done this last year, none of that's really represented well on that site. And so I feel like I want to go through that again and, and sort of strip it from a lot of the stuff that might be the C and D player list of that. And sure. I want to make like the top 100 photographs from different places we've been. Uh, you know, all the stuff from Yosemite and the Sierra Nevadas or like the year before in the Tetons and Yellowstone and all that sort of fun stuff that we have in the, in the best quality or the best quality pieces that we have of it. And I want to try and lay that all out uh, in a nicer way. But another part like we talked about before is I want to re-edit some of these things too. Like oh, some of these yeah. old film photos that were uh, like the low quality, low resolution scans. I'd like to re- redo some of those to get uh, just some better life out of those images. Um, like like this image that we had out here, this uh, uh, that we made that metal print of, with the, your photograph of the purple flower around the, the green, summery background with the setting sun creating that yellow backlight in the photo. I really like that, and it's cool that we got to print it so large. And the reason we were able to is because we had it scanned on this better 
better quality image scanner, right. know, something better than like a two megapixel JPEG of the photograph, which is why in the past we haven't really been able to print a lot of those fun, cool film photographs that we made back in 2011 and 12 and 13 on those trips and, and during the summer that we were shooting a lot of film. And that's because this, the image, the JPEGs that we got back without having scanned them ourselves at home, they were 1.2 megabytes, three megabytes at max. And you really couldn't print that at more than like an 11 by 14 size. And even at that was really stretching the quality, the file quality of, uh, of the JPEG. But that's what's really cool about this one. You can start, you notice the film grain in the image. You know what I'm talking about yeah. this image out here, but it really does come across better. Or it, it does, does, it does it come nice. across, there's a lot of detail there. And I think it'd be really cool to get uh, some of that quality back on those old images that we had, or maybe make some adjustments to how the negative was scanned. If, if there's a reason we never used the photograph, just because some funky um, discoloration or, or problem with the, the image scanner that we use, or that was used during the processing of the film originally. I wonder if uh, we can correct some of that, get some photos back or get some cool things back, maybe re-edit some things in a more gentle way because, you know, we're better at, processing or better better at thinking about what kind of makes the image look best i think that'd be kind of cool to do yeah maybe, maybe there's some new stuff in that that we could find i've noticed a lot um or i noticed it benefits me a lot to go back through the library of photos that i've had and try and find new things or, or uh, pieces that i hadn't really pulled out before and try yeah. and make you know interesting or new pieces from it or re-edit things that i had already edited before it's been cool seeing the the new photos that you've been pulling out there have been a few in the the last uh, month or so that you've posted that i've never seen before yeah from trips from years and years ago that yeah are, it's really cool to see and i want to try to do more of that yeah i think that you should i think it's really useful going back through your old stuff and picking yeah. out the things that you kind of notice differently now. oh yeah definitely notice differently and i think maybe at the time they were too similar to something something like that that I was going to send out anyway. Sure. And so I just kind of went with that, that number one pic that I had. And, you know, I, I forgot about the other picture of, of me and my car or something in that same area. Yeah. Uh, but it's really fun, yeah, going back through and finding some of these old memories that we had. And, uh, and it's, it's really definitely a benefit now going into it, having a few more years of experience, uh, understanding the way I want the image to look or what I wanted to show, the way that I want the light to be in it, that sort of a thing much better or much more um, attentive to how things are edited and put together and, and you know the way that they end up looking and I think that's really fun to get back get to do and to, to go back into and to look at how things were processed before and sort of the way that you do it and I was learning this like um, or it's just a thing that photographers are doing a lot more of now now that we're getting a, a decade deep into everyone working on a digital platform and having this digital archive of images that they've had that they've been calling professional digital images for a whole decade. And they're noticing even these top photographers, you know, these better, m more, well, like these photographers that have a, a stable process or, you know, like, um, like Trey Radcliffe doing the HDR stuff. I think he was noticing that, you know, he's going back to some of those images, file the images and the files that he created years and years ago and noticing how, distasteful HDR can look in some ways. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, okay, well, we can drop this off and we can still use this file to show something really cool that isn't as gross and as of its time as the HDR images were then. Or right. David Duchemin, I was, I was listening to him talk a little bit about how he's going back in. He just re-edited his book 
um, within the frame. It was that first book oh, that he yeah. had. And uh, a lot of the images in there, you say, well, I'm replacing a lot of this with the newer work that I'm done, I'm doing and, and with more of the creative eye that is representing what I think is beautiful in art now. I thought that was kind of an interesting way of, uh, of talking about it or just kind of noticing over time how your creative outlook changes, what yeah. kind of colors or contrasts or what kind of uh, pieces in a photograph you were really drawn to at that time and then how that's changed over time. It's interesting to see how it kind of evolves or how it becomes different. And, uh, and I think that's interesting when we look at our work too, you know, how we can make it better or go back, pick out old photos and then make those better or make those different and then, you know, develop them for something that you can produce as new art. I think it's kind of cool. Like a lot of those photos from the Tetons that, uh, that we had taken originally when we were on that hike, there's so many of them I didn't use and it was cool to get yeah. to go back through. I think there's a few of them that are still some of my favorite photographs from those areas that uh, like that image of the Tetons where there's this grand Teton in the middle and then that, that U shape of the, the canyon that was dug out by the glacier while we were climbing up the Cascade Canyon. Yeah. There's a few of those photographs that I just never used before. And, and I think that there's still some of my favorite images from there. And that photograph specifically is one I really want to get on a big metal print. I think that would yeah. be a cool one to have on a metal print. I think there's a, there's a photograph of uh, Crater Lake that I'd re-edited recently. I think in the last year that I really would really like to get uh, put up on a metal print. I think that would look really cool in high contrast. Yeah, I think that would look great. I think it'd be pretty fun. But yeah, there's a few of those like that that I'm thinking of that I'd really like to get uh, created back into metal prints. But I really feel you though. I want to really focus the rest of the summer, the rest of, well, probably, you know, July, August, September, and October into, into really building up some more interesting pieces for photographs that we'd like to make. Yeah. I really want to push more toward uh, like story, if that makes sense. I think sense. that that's a much more interesting way to take photos. Yeah, or, or that's that's what I like. About well, def photos. definitely me too, and and I think even in that, I want to try um, just to get ourselves interested in in the story. You know, instead of like, well, we we have to get out to X mountain and take a picture of it at X time of day. I'm not really as, as passionate about that, but I'm really excited to go like new places. You know, I really want, yeah. and still a handful of old places too. But I really want to try and yeah get into that more, and uh, and just try and get new photographs of, of different places that we haven't been, like Hell's Canyon or the Oahe Canyon over in Eastern Oregon. I want to go back to different places that we've not gone in the Wallowa Mountains. I'd really like to do that. And I want to go north of there into the panhandle of Idaho, into the like the Seven Devils over there, into the Snake River area, um, up near like Spokane. Like if you're going up toward Washington, I think there's some cool stuff for the enchantments. A lot of those oh, features yeah, in Washington that we've, yeah, we've never gone to. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, the enchantments up in like northern Washington. I think it's southern Washington. Is it southern? Oh, yeah, man. it's not too far away. It's I think it's I think the enchantments are south of Seattle. Oh wow! Oh, you, you know you're probably right. I thought that is that what we look out at. You remember when we were on the highway going up toward the gorge before we get on like I seventy? But I remember there was a spot where we kind of come over a little pass and you look out in the distance, you see these jagged mountains out there. I thought that was the enchantment, which it definitely could be. They're probably sure. south of Mount Rainier. Um, so I bet I bet that you're right. But I think that, that that area would be really cool to go up to. I want to go up to like, yeah, the, the mid-Washington mid area in the Cascades. It'd be really cool to get more into Washington and Idaho, yeah. the top part of Idaho. I think it'd, be, it'd just be nice to see some different different landscapes and different pieces and yeah. uh, find some interesting places to go that are outside of Oregon a little bit. 
but I want to go to more places in Oregon too, things that are close by. Like we talked about before too, I want to try and get to places more often. I you really know how that makes get, a big difference? Get more often. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that'd be a, an interesting way to get better at it. Like uh, like the Abika Falls. I want to go out to that location a few times. Or what's that one? The Yoneta Falls? The, the, oh like, yeah. The one that, one. Yeah. Where you have to wade through some water. Well, you know, I'd really like to go there. I think that you and I should definitely go there and, you know, make something of that that location in Oregon. I also feel though in some ways that it's just so oversaturated with images from photographers it is in Oregon. 100% oversaturated. It's the Iceland It's the of spot Oregon. that everyone takes photos of in the yeah. gorge. I want to take some poi videos there. Ooh, that's a cool I idea. I think that'd be cool and I think that because it is such a well-known yeah. and recognized place that that'd be an interesting way to yeah. show it and it would be a cool video that was about something else. But yeah. that was at a place that a lot of people would recognize. You're talking about something that I'm really interested in. It's like that that thing of like taking an ordinary place and elevating it with something new. Yeah. Something that we're doing or adding or creating in it. Yeah. And I really like to I get better to at that. Better than just the steel wool on fire spinning. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see a lot of those. Of I see way too much of that. I don't get that. I think there's some fun concepts that you could do using that material. Like, I think uh, there are some cool concepts that you could do. But I, I don't, don't see, see those. No, I, don't see I, just I see, see just like a cool spot with a wheel of fiery yeah. wool, yeah. which doesn't look interesting. It just looks like the thing that it is. It doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't mean anything. That's what it is. It's just like someone thought it was a cool looking idea. Yeah. So they took a picture. Not it is an interesting thing that's happening. I believe you there, which I think I struggle with in my photos and, or I, at least I have struggled with in my photos for a long time. And I, I want to try and get better at that. Like, what does it mean? You know, like, Oh, is that, Oh, that's a nice rock. <laughs> it seems like what I, I end up taking a lot of photos of, but I don't know. I think, I think there's, there's more to the photos we take than that. I'm really proud of like a lot of the stuff that I've been seeing now. I've been looking through like my Instagram feed. I've been kind of scrolling through what we've been posting during the last year. And it's like, oh, these are, these are fun. These are cool outdoor photos, but I want to do a lot more with you. Like yeah. I love the Alvord trip that we did. And now that's coming up on two years ago. So number one, we should get back to the Alvord. That's on the top of my list actually. Uh, I got, uh, yeah, I really liked it out there. I thought that was a really fun spot to, to be at in Oregon, but I want to try and find new places that are interesting to us like that was. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, oh man, I'm excited to get out to this spot in Oregon or in Idaho or I don't know, Eastern Washington or whatever it is. I think it'd be, I think it'd be really cool to, to try and develop more stuff in those new places. I think so. And similar to kind of like what we noticed when we look back through our portfolio, it's like, oh, all these images are from when we were, you know, traveling. <laughs> yeah. When we were going that's to when places. The cool stuff. Yeah. And, and I think that's a really big part of it too, is like, where are the photos that you want to get? that you should get, yeah. you know, and it's like different. It's like when you're at a concert, it's like, there's a, there's a difference between the perspective of the photographer who's like right up with the band and on stage with them or like getting, you know, the, the interesting perspectives that are possible. And then that's way different than just whoever is out in the crowd kind of taking the ordinary perspective of something from 75 feet away. You know what I mean? Right. It's just yeah. like one matters more than the other even though both are good or both are what you can get where you are, mm -hmm. one matters more. And I feel that same way about yeah. making a portfolio. It's like where we are or what we're going to do. Definitely. It's going to, it matters into how interesting or good the photograph is going to be for us. Yeah. So. I, I definitely agree with that. We need to get to more 
cool places. More special, unique perspectives of places. Yeah. Definitely. I want to try and do more of that too. Really cool. Um, oh, the other stuff. Well, we shot that wedding and that was really cool. And then it was our first experience using borrow lenses to get that 17 to 35 2.8, which worked out really well to kind of pick up for, uh, for a wedding to do for a short amount of time. What did you think about it, Marina? Having that 17 to 35? I liked the lens a lot and it was cool. It was a good value because that's an expensive lens to buy. So renting oh, yeah. it out for a week for, what was it? $150? 115 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And that, that includes, that includes the shipping. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was really cool to get to have that much time with it and to really see yeah. what we can do with it. I feel like seven days having it for seven, having it for a full week and then shipping it back worked out pretty well. Yeah. And I was so glad that we had it for that event too. A lot of, a lot of my favorite photos from that event were those wide angle shots. Yeah, with that camera. Absolutely. So it was definitely what I wanted yeah. for the event. So that was a really nice thing about it too, is we don't, have that lens and we're not going to be able to just buy that lens sure but we needed it for right. something we were doing so i think i think it was great getting to be able to have that option i definitely agree that's what I, made it feel worth it to me yeah definitely i can see how it could be not worth it like if it was a cheaper mm. lens that yeah. you would just buy for a hundred more dollars <laughs> than renting it for seven days or that's, something like that that's what's been tricky a couple times you get in the idea like oh maybe i should rent uh, uh an 85 that would cost, well, let's say $400 you could get it for, but then you're spending 150 bucks for it to rent it for the week. And you're like, well, I, I mean, I could almost just get the lens. Yeah. Should I just for do just that? that? Or, but I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Maybe you don't need to right away. It's really nice if you don't know if you want that lens or if it's really going to be right for what you're doing. I think it's great for getting to check it out. Yeah. And this was a good opportunity too, you know, being paid for, uh, for, a, you know, work to do. Uh, it just made it more valuable since we were, you know, we were getting paid to do the job for the wedding. It made sense for us to go in, get a better lens to, to really do a lot of better work at this, at this wedding. Yeah. I think we get a lot of value out of it. I think it makes it, you know, makes sense for us. So it's kind of cool. We should rent camera bodies too. Oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah, like if we have a wedding coming up, we should just like rent you a D4 or something or whatever sure. it is. And then you can have that and a lens or whatever it is. And I've, hear, I've heard of photographers doing that where they don't even really own gear. They just rent what they're going to need for the event. Yeah, and then the event just, pays for it. Yeah. And then they get paid. And then they, yeah, and then they get it. more money saved up in their account and then they go buy their gear when they get to that point. That's yeah, a neat they, idea. They market, market the wedding, market the wedding, market the wedding, you know, like weekend one, two, and three, and then they just rent the gear for each set of days that they're going to be working. That's interesting. Only, yeah. Yeah, they'll just rent their kit for a wedding for the day, and which might be a cool idea for us. We should try um, just checking out some different kits every once in a while, like uh, pick up a cool Canon camera, one of those full oh, frame, yeah. like Canon 1DS Mark IV or something like that you know, and see like what that's like to shoot with for a while. It'd be fun because I don't really get to experience what it's like to work with these other cameras or like a Sony a7R two. I really sure. am interested in that camera. Like this, the full frame Sony cameras, those mirrorless full frame Sony cameras that take the, the Sony mount lenses. That'd be cool to check out. It'd be interesting. I'm really, uh, I hear a lot of great stuff about that, but also I feel so tied into Nikon. I probably won't really change around. I just think it'd be a fun way to try out new things or, yeah, uh, you know, get to use be. it for different events and see what it would be like. It'd be cool. Or maybe we should like uh, rent, like if we do a camping trip or something, or like a special trip or something, 
like we go out to the owl board again oh sure let's like and we want this yeah. specific camera setup yeah so. we can try something like that that that's sort of thing idea. or like uh like the sony a7s2 is supposed to be really good in low light so we could like rent that camera and a lens and just do a bunch of astrophotography with it at like 36 megapixels or whatever it shoots yeah at. and then we just have all that for a while and then we can that's work on that cool idea. and maybe like sell it or whatever it is because it's better yeah you know, it's better quality better quality or it's like the quality we, we chose and knew would work the best right it might be it might be a cool way to try that's a neat idea a few look more a little bit. like we're talking about a few more new photographs yeah like, I really want to take some tilt shift photographs, like oh, some tilt yeah. shift landscapes, but I don't have a thousand dollars just to put into yeah. a trip. <laughs> so maybe we could try that, get a tilt shift and That's a cool idea. play around with it. I think things like that would be really fun. But it was great having that 17 to 35 working on the D3. And we like went out for that week, shot a bunch of long exposures the week before. That was pretty fun. Shot a bunch of cool, I really like those, uh, uh, those like backlit photos that we were doing. It works, I think, really well for portraits. What we notice, or in, as a wide-angle thing, like a whole body, it works um, very nice. Yeah, sort of a modern look to it, but it, it looks really nice. It, it has a, a real sharp look to it. I shouldn't say portraits, right? Because you know we'd obviously want like more compression for that. But I'm sort of outside of that rigid thinking of like you need an 85-1-4 to shoot a portrait because you need that compression to make the angle of view on a person's face look the right way. Right. I think it's I think it's interesting to shoot something at 35 or 17 of a person or a whole body. I think those are I think I don't know, I just think there's more interesting pieces to photos when you're using more dynamic uh lenses to make those images. Yeah. You know, something that's out of the ordinary. I think it's kind of a cool way to to shoot stuff. But it was cool. I'm glad that we uh were poking around, checking out different lenses. Yeah, I'm really glad we got the chance to do that. I thought it worked out really well. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. And I think that wraps up just about everything we had for uh, for different photo things that we've been working on. I need to do a bunch of work this week. Uh, me too. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got all these wedding things to get through. I'm still I got a bunch of wedding, wedding stuff editing. to edit. Shoot. Unlike we're talking about, we got to like, it's almost the end of July. We got to like work, work, work. Yeah. We got to get so busy. I want to make some new art with you, some new cool stuff that we can print. It's like big metallic prints. I really want to like feel like I'm making new stuff. Me too. And like getting, yeah, getting like new creative things accomplished. I want to make books too. We should. Oh get, yeah. That's what I think we I should do. do. Too. Take whatever images we have. Maybe not like you're talking about. Collections. Maybe not go ahead and make a ton of metallic prints. Maybe we could take all those old photographs we have, and just make a really nice portfolio book. Or you know, like like have nice like photo paper. Get some images re-edited and put like our top set of whatever in there. So we just have it cool kind of printed out. And then we can yeah. kind of think about that done almost and then work on a bunch of new art. Maybe that'd be a cool way. What's the neat idea? I think it'd be kind of fun. We I want to get into more books. We got to try that more books. Cool. I really, yeah, I think I think in uh, the next couple of weeks, I really want to do it. I have some stuff for work to do for eBooks. I want to do some oh, ebook stuff for us. I think that'd be interesting to, to try and push on again a little bit. Like if I can get sharp enough uh, or just in the process of making ebook stuff. I want to try and get a template going for us and just something that we can make an easy, really quick photo ebook that we can put up on iBooks or just put into our resume or, you know, have like a, a little brief portfolio of something kind of specific. Yeah. And we can just put that all together as, uh, as like a fun little demonstration of the photographs that we make. Or it can just be more content that we put together. But I want to make it really easy, like just have an InDesign template, 20 pages, 20, 30, yeah. 40 pages. It'd be pretty easy to put together once we yeah. just have that first 
template. Once you have a template to start with, really, it's pretty easy to change pages around. I really think so, too. Yeah. I think there's some cool creative stuff we could do with that, with InDesign and putting some things together. Yeah, I I think so. I want to get back into that more. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely should. I think it'd be be fun. And I have to. So good excuse. Yeah, it's a good excuse. I want to try and put that film book out again. Like put it out for free. I just want to like find it, put it out there. It'd be great. But yeah, that's just about everything. And uh, I really appreciate anyone who's tuned into this episode of the Billion Human Photo Podcast. It's pretty cool. If you can, uh, give it a rating if you'd like or hit the subscribe button for me. That always helps out a little bit. And uh, give us some feedback too if you have any ideas of uh, what kind of show you think this would be most interesting to listen to. I don't know. We have a couple ideas that we want to change around too. But thanks for listening to episode 50 the big five zero of the Billy Newman photo podcast. I want to say thank you to Marina Hansen for co-hosting with me again today. It's pretty cool. Thanks, Thanks a bunch for having me on Billy. Uh, and thank you guys for listening. We'll get back to you guys again in a while, a week or so. Be great. Have a good one guys. Thank you. <laughs>